When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> today, I woke up today not at all expecting to be talking about the Nintendo Switch quotes pro for the entirety quotes. of the day. New Nintendo Switch, uh, the Nintendo Switch SP, the Nintendo <laughs> Switch X, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's here, it's real, and it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. just okay. It's uh, okay, people. It's almost as if we've been talking about this uh, for many months, Will. It's 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 yeah. been it's been uh, quite the topic here here on the podcast. Um, In we've one form or another. Yes, and we've specifically been. It's like been once a month we get news from bloomberg our buddies over at bloomberg saying some yes garbage about a uh, uh switch pro and 4k and whatnot and uh and every every month we go i don't know about this i don't know about this one <laughs> and i'm sure all you people have been seeing uh stuff from youtubers yeah. including myself uh every time there's new switch pro rumors there's like a million videos about it um, and now, finally, uh, we have some, uh, what would you call it, a closure <laughs> on the topic? Uh, um, it's not exactly closure. It's an answer. Yeah. That's the best I can say. It's an answer. True. It may not be the answer you were looking for, but it is an answer to the question, is there a new iteration of the Nintendo Switch coming? That answer yes. is Yes. You're saying Will is rather quiet. That is a possibility because uh, we change things. Don't do anything, Will. I'm not touching anything. I will do it. Okay. I will take a drink then. Uh, <laughs> say say a few words, Will. Uh, this is me saying a few words. I will say that for those of you listening to the audio version of this ah. on, on uh, anchor.fm yes. slash Wolf Den podcast or your preferred service of choice, iTunes, Google Podcasts, what have you. Uh, this will be the first Wolf Den podcast of any iteration to not be created using Audacity. Why not? Apparently they're they're bad now. <laughs> you didn't hear what, about that? What happened? Audacity got bought by another company, and that company um, basically added in the terms of service to version 3 of Audacity. Uh, they have the right to sell your data. Oh, like any any data they collect from you, they can sell it. See you later, Audition. You have Audition. Just use yeah, Audition. So, I, yeah, I'm gonna start using Audition. I I I think I used Audacity because I didn't have Audition in the beginning and just used it out of habit. But right now that I have it, yeah, I there's no no excuse. Is Will too loud now? He should be fine. I'll lower you just a little bit. <laughs> uh, next time we do this, so so we have a lot of issues here. Uh, always, mm. all the time. 
yes. if the last couple podcasts, Will was a little choppy and and and, uh, and whatever. Uh, now he is perfectly in sync. However, he looks like a potato. So uh, yeah. <laughs> at least he's in sync though, and that's that's why the yeah. audio is messed up because he's going through the web browser now. Um, yeah, if you care about that. Anyway, uh, we want to talk. By next week, I will hopefully look good. <laughs> I'm sure there's a setting I forgot to hit that I will look try. into and I will fix that. Next time, try Chrome instead of Firefox. See what happens. Or, or Safari. Yeah. yeah, I think that might... Because honestly, like, I look fine in my preview window. I don't mm -hmm. know what the deal is over here. There's also, like, a noise situation going on every time you talk, but uh, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the deal is with that. Is it I, my I, fan? I, is, it picking, is it picking up my fan? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I have my freaking uh, air conditioning on. I'm not turning that off. Don't turn your fan off. It's freaking. It is. Oh, turning, oh it's only 73. I'm turning right it now. down. Turning I don't think down. it's yeah, the fan. It's 73, but it's like it's humid AF. Wasn't it 94 here. today? Something like that. I don't think it was the fan. It sounded like just like a general like 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 audio noise. Um. Please keep your fans on. Don't cook yourself. It it was freaking hot today, uh, and then it yeah. it rained like crazy. There's a lot of wind. Anyway, we're getting off topic. We want to talk. I wanted to get yes. into the Nintendo uh, uh, new Nintendo Switch news as quickly as possible because I know a lot of people are going to be watching this and a lot of people are going to be interested in that. But at yes. the at the end of uh, every time there's a new month, we always yeah, at talk the beginning about of every month. The other guys tell you about the free games you can get for PS Plus in Xbox Live Games with Gold. So we will plow through those real quick. Um, there's games you've heard of and games you don't care about. Yes, so, and, and if you have any of these subscriptions like Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus or whatever, you got free games. So uh, this is yeah, a service so, we do to you. Okay? Yes. You're welcome. So on PlayStation Plus, starting today, you can get Call of Duty Black Ops 4 on the PS4, WWE 2K Battlegrounds on the PS4, and A Plague Tale Innocence on the PS5 only. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, do they still have the Battle Royale for Black Ops? Uh, I don't know. Blackout brings together characters, locations, weapons, and gear from across the series in all-out survival combat, all with a unique Black Ops twist. Interesting. Okay, so now you can play the Blackout mode for free. Nice. That's pretty uh, cool. Call of Duty... This was, of course, the infamous multiplayer-only Call of Duty Black Ops. Um, I think... Uh, did you like this aside from Blackout? I did. I did. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mostly liked it for I, Blackout. Um, yeah. But I wasn't like like huge into it but i did like i did like it yeah um what else um, we got we got battlegrounds this is the battlegrounds so this was the game they made because 2k wwe 2k 20 was so bad they needed a year off to reconfigure <laughs> but in the meantime they put out this like you know fun arcadey you know not so serious wrestling game that apparently is also very bad. I will okay. download it, play as Becky Lynch once, and then never play it again. Uh, and then finally, A Plague Tale Innocence the, on the PS5. I know this game has like a really big cult following. It's about like uh, living during the plague and like dealing with that. Oh, oh, look at all the rats! Ill. Yeah. 
Um, also, I should note that uh, Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown, which was last month's PS Plus game, is still available mm-hmm. to PS Plus subscribers. Interesting. So if you missed it last month, you have another chance to get it this month. Uh, okay. Uh, somebody in the chat says, uh, do you guys still do uh, PS Now editions? Because Red Dead Redemption 2 and some others this month. Uh, we usually don't because PlayStation Now usually has bad stuff. Oh, you have it here. You have, you yeah. actually have the article. Yeah, I, ha- I included it because, I A, I figured we should start including it if we're going to do right. Game Pass. And You're B, right. because, yes, uh, spoiler alert, Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to be added. Oh, Neo. Neo is a big deal. Yeah. Neo is like a... It's like a fast uh, team. Yeah, it's Team Ninja's version of Dark Souls. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, team I, Ninja, I they, they did uh, based... the Shinobi games, the, the 3D no, Shinobi team games. Team Ninja did... Team Ninja, Ninja did Ninja Gaiden. Gaiden. Uh, you know, same same situation. Yeah. <laughs> So it's Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, Neo 2. And why aren't you scrolling down? Moving out. Oh, moving I want to try moving out. That's cool. Well, I don't have PlayStation now, and I'm not I'm not about to get it. God of War, okay. Oh, Judgment. What is Judgment? That's like that that's a Yakuza spin-off. Okay. Spin-off? It's like it's actually part of the Yakuza series. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. And Olympic Games Tokyo. Wow, there's a lot. NASCAR Heat 5. Yeah. Alright. Let's let's keep let's keep moving here. Um Oh. Games with Gold. Uh for the Xbox One, uh, which is available for the entire month of July. It's Planet Alpha. Never heard of it. Uh, from July 16th to August 15th, you have Rock of Ages 3 Make and Break. Um, on the Xbox 360 and original Xbox, which you can play on your Xbox One or Series X, um, from today until the 15th, it's Conquer Live and Reloaded. And from the 16th to the 31st is Midway Arcade Origins. Uh, Conquer uh, Live and Reloaded, that is not uh it has nothing to do with the uh the old dirty conquer no it does it does conquer live conquer live and reloaded is the original xbox remake of the n64 game oh my god i don't know it's called live and reloaded because it has a bigger focus on the online multiplayer oh but it, it is it is a full remake of the original n64 you know, so you get the sunflower with the boobs. You get the sunflower with the big boobs. You get to fight the the great big mighty poo. You get to the level where you pee on things. Uh, I know there are like differences to it. There's mild censorship with like some of the the more off color jokes. Um, I think they made some sections of the game easier, but other than that, it's it's basically the same game. If you've never played it before, now's your chance to play it. Okay. Good and to know. The Midway Arcade Origins collection is 30 um, Midway games, uh, including Defender, Gauntlet, uh, Rampart, and more. Interesting. Okay. Uh, not the best. Uh, X- Xbox Live has the been kind of going down the toilet. Because yeah. there's Game Pass. There is Game Pass. Being added to Game Pass this month 
Uh, for Cloud, you got the Medium, which is a new game. That's the game. That's the game that they showed off at the Xbox showcase a while ago. Yeah. That had two simultaneous versions of the world running at the same time. So like this was like a this was to yeah. showcase the power of the Series X. So this is like a big yeah. deal that this is part of uh, Game Pass, but it's only via the cloud. Yeah. Which I guess means you can play it on anything that supports Game Pass. So this, so, so that's, th- th- I think this was one of the only games that was an exclusive to next generation and also I think PC. Um, yeah. So th- that's why this was a big deal when it was announced. So now it's a yeah. big deal that if you don't have a Series X, but you have Game Pass, you can just freaking play it on your regular Xbox One. That's yep. a pretty big deal. Yeah. Uh, also included is Dragon Quest Builders 2. Um, also on cloud, uh, EA Sports UFC 4 uh, on Xbox One and Series X. Um, Blood Roots for cloud console and PC. Tropico 6 for cloud console and PC. And Farming Simulator 2019 for cloud console and PC. Let's go farming! Yeah. Uh, 2019 though. What, what's up with that? Was there a 2020? I don't know. Uh, the medium is... Yep, it's only available... Oh, it's also available on PlayStation 5 in September. So it's only a timed exclusive for Xbox. But it is not out on Xbox One. So that you could play it via the cloud now. It, it, uh, it's yeah. official. But it is for PC. Um, I just want to know if it's on... If, if it's now just being announced that it's on the cloud or if it's or if it was always on game was part of game pass yeah it might I have honestly always, don't know available now with xbox game pass get yeah. it now uh i feel like it was probably already on game pass because uh everything that's you know an xbox exclusive has been like released on game pass yeah. Uh, medium was part of game pass at launch okay says robo jack yeah so now it, that's a weird way to say it then they should have they should have said they, it should say here that it's now to the cloud but also available in all the other stuff well i think it you know they put it in the picture just what it's coming to for that month yeah but then uh, in, in the when they go to the medium yeah, down here say I got, say no, the other I got stuff you, I got you uh i'm gonna get it uh can i there you go i'm logged in why isn't it letting me do it get it now get it now it's... dude i don't know dude sometimes when i try to like buy things from the xbox store on my browser i have to like log in three times try the browser recommended by microsoft get speed security and privacy with microsoft edge get out of my face get bent get bent um all right so you can play the medium that's everything i got out of all the free games for this month <laughs> uh you can play the medium and uh red dead redemption 2 is free on playstation now well not free it's part of playstation now uh oh and there was a good there was a good uh playstation plus game wasn't there uh call of duty 4 Black call of duty 4. 4 there you go wow well, and uh, a plague tale innocence if you're into that sort of thing if you're into the weird stuff weird wacky stuff 
there you go. I'm going to read some notifications because we have to really start talking okay. about, about this new Nintendo Switch that everybody wants us to talk about. Uh, we got here. We got... Well, we got a lot. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, guys. We got Spoopy Girl gifting a sub. Tyler H. Photo. We got RoboJack with three months. Hiya, Bob. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? Uh, we got Elite Ben with four months. We got, uh, Sat... Satoru Go JC. Thank you for the subscription. We got Travel with 100 Bits. Yeah, but that new kickstand, though. What a feature. I'm gonna be honest. It's a great... That was a great move on their part. Um, that, that is a... Yeah, it's a nice-looking kickstand. WD Spyro Girl, thank you for the nine months. Uh, Man of Steel, thanks for the five bits. Hit me up with the number, bud. I'll bother you with the switch. No, thank you. Alicia B side, thank you for the six months. Six months, boys love you. The Wolf Bros, I love you too. Spoopy Girl, thank you for the two hundo. The hundo, and then another hundo. Travel, thanks for the five hundo. Hey, Will, can you tell Bob to put apparel out again? <laughs> No, he can't. Alicia B-Side, thank you for the two I, hundo. I'm not allowed to. Travel Steinberg, thanks for another five. Spoopy, thanks for the hundo. Travel, thanks for the hundo. Phoenix, thanks for the nine. Switch looking super, looking sussy. Switch, OLED Switch looking sussy. That's, a, that's an Among Us meme, but I don't think... Guys, you got to remember, I'm 34 years old. You got to <laughs> chill it with the Zoomer, with the Zoomer lingo. Late Snake, thanks for the hundo. Dark Light, thank you for the hundo. I know a lot of people may have the same opinion as me, but the OLED switch just kind of looks boring to me. The white Joy-Cons and dock and the bigger screen are nice looking, though. Uh, I pretty much agree with you. Um, yeah. Mega Dragon, 100 bits. Bug Fables is also on Game Pass, bros. Y'all should try it. Uh, that was, that's been on there, I think. Um... C Soul, thank you for the ten months. Anthony Corvoni, thank you for the eight uh seven months. I'm getting a dog. Oh my god, congratulations. Yay! Better be a rescue. Well, I guess every dog's a rescue if you think about it. <laughs> anyway. Uh oh, Travel says if we don't stop, he can't stop. So uh, thank you for the hundred. Uh I'll stop right now. Um when, uh, by the way, if you if you're like a podcast listener or you or you're on YouTube, or whatever, when I say a hundred bits, that's a hundred cents. <laughs> it's not like I'm saying like thanks for the hundred dollars, thanks for the hundred dollars. No, it's a hundred cents. Um. Anyway, um. Oh hi Rue, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Um. So finally, uh, after twenty, he, he heard two minutes, somebody was getting a dog. He heard someone was getting a dog. Yes. After 22 minutes, we can finally talk about the OLED Nintendo Switch. Um, it's here, yay! They uh, they today it's they here. were like they were like, hey, the Wolfden's doing podcasts tonight, so we better get this out uh, before they do that. Yeah, they How did I it early in the morning, so we're not scrambling for information on it like an hour before. Nah, I'm mad about that. They know I sleep till the late afternoon. They should have waited. Well, they know that your partner has to wake up early because that's when his daughter wakes up so he was on the case you know a phone call would have been nice will hey bob wake up you got work to do i only wake you up when i accidentally cancel your orders <laughs> <laughs> for like important things so here it is the nintendo switch oled model oh, that absolutely will be horrible available name. for release on it will be available for release on october 8th 2021 the same day as metroid dread oh. um Oh, yes. This is bad. 
because that's the weekend of too many games. Oh. This is the weekend of New York Comic Con. This is bad. The hell did Rue just do? Oh, he got a bone. He just smashed his face against the wall. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Anyway, that's a horrible weekend. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I, I, I got to somehow get... Wait, it comes out the 8th. That's a Friday. Yeah. Okay. All right. If you and, get it in the morning... Oh, this lightning. And then spend Crazy. all Friday... Spend all Friday night just fiddling with it. I have to... Metroid. I have to... So I'll go to Comic-Con on Thursday. Uh-huh. I will on friday go to the nintendo store wait in line and get it and then uh i guess i'll make a video on friday and i'll i'll go to too many games and spend saturday and sunday at too many games what a horrible weekend that's gonna be october's gonna suck oh yeah good times anyway uh so here it is. It's the OLED model switch. It's three hundred and fifty dollars for a three forty nine ninety nine MSRP. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot to unpack here. We knew that. I mean, it was rumored that there was going to be a four K switch, or or there's going to be a switch iteration that was going to have four K or whatever. And Bloomberg was really driving home mm. the point that it was going to have all this stuff in it that was going to make it capable of four K resolutions and whatever. And we kept saying here, if you're a podcast listener, you know what we said. We were like, I don't know about all that. Sounds like Nintendo doesn't give a shit about four K. It sounds like this thing's just going to be just a just a different switch, just going to be a, an iteration yeah. on the current switch. The thing that really tripped me up was the $350 price point. We talked about this like a month ago. We said, that seems weird. Uh, If it's truly not going to be a 4K switch, uh, it'd be weird to spend, it'd be weird to charge $350. Um, So we always thought it was just gonna replace the current switch model. And it doesn't look like it is. It doesn't look like they're going to stop selling the original Switch model anytime soon. So here's what's freaking me out. It's called the Nintendo Switch OLED model. Right. Which is weird because it's not called the Nintendo Switch Lite model. You know? If they're going to sell all three of them at the same time, it would be... The Nintendo, it should have a name. It shouldn't just be the Nintendo yeah, Switch. Like, the OLED it should have been one. like the Switch. Yeah, the Switch Pro or the new Nintendo the Switch something. Or, or yeah, yeah, so, something. Yeah. So, so uh, the, I feel like this was supposed to replace the current Switch model, and then they were like, "Wait a minute, we can make fifty more dollars," because they know they they this Switch is already selling like crazy. They totally could have sold the current Switch for $350 and probably have sold just as much. So uh, this was their way of being like, we kind of missed the price point. We, we could have charged more. And now they're trying yeah. to nickel and dime you. Um, so that, that kind of sucks. Especially because there's nothing crazy about this. It's literally just a bigger screen. Well, it ha- it has some new features and some are some of them are welcome. Uh in fact, all the new features I would say are welcome. Um but uh overall there doesn't seem to be anything significant um that would warrant 
an additional fifty dollars. They mm-hmm. really could have just replaced because the the chipset in the Switch itself is unchanged. It's still the same amount of RAM. It's still the same custom Tegra chip. Still the same battery. So they could have just quietly phased out the original Switch, replaced it with this for the same two ninety nine price point, and I don't think anybody would have batted an eye. No, not at all. So they basically would have charging... been like, "This is sick." If, if that was the case, yeah. I, I think the fifty dollars kind of sullies a, it. A fifty dollar fifty dollar premium for all these features that honestly probably should have been there at launch. Yeah, I mean, that's the way that they always do this, though. It's always uh, they always mess up the first version a little bit, and then they slowly make some iterations that uh, that fix it. You know, well, like when we talk about when we when we talk about the new features you'll see that these are features that you know probably should have been there from the beginning uh that their competitors you know have already taken care of for a while now um and that it's really you know baffling that after five years this is these these are the things that nintendo uh thought were worth upgrading right I'm trying to see. So I'm on the I'm on the Japanese Nintendo site because the 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 website's just a lot cooler. They like lay out the features way <laughs> way cooler than than our site. Um, but I'm trying to see if the price difference is similar on the Japanese on on the Japanese website. Like, how much was the original Nintendo Switch in Japan? Oh. Uh, 32,000 yen or 33,000 yen. So this one, wait a minute. 37 oh, 38,000 yen. Okay. So it's 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 a, yeah, it's 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 uh pretty much the same. Um So anyway, features. Uh it's the one they're showing off has white Joy-Cons and a white dock. Love the fact that the color in the dock. Yeah. Awesome. Uh a little disappointed that the actual switch is still black but uh it yeah. is what it is well so they're primarily mm-hmm. showing the the white joy con version with the white dock yes um that and that's good that signifies that this is a new model of switch regardless of features and price and whatnot they're also selling a switch only oled model with a black dock and blue and red joy cons Yes, and and they're the same neon ones that we've seen since the launch of the Switch. Yes. So this essentially just looks like what, you know, the version I have already. Yeah. Oh, why? If you're trying to push this as the new version of it, why would you make it look exactly like the last version? Yeah, I don't like the... the I, I mean, I appreciate that there's a black version of the dock. That's totally fine. I'm cool with that. The Joy-Con should be a different color, because yeah, we're, we're, but that uh, that again, I feel like this wasn't supposed to be a a, a, a like. The, I feel like this was supposed to replace the current Switch. Yeah, and, and that's why this looks like this. And also, they've said to the Verge, I think it was they've confirmed that the. Uh, Joy Cons are exactly the same. Oh no, they actually said it yeah. in a tweet. Uh, Nintendo said the Joy Cons are exactly the same, and any Joy Cons that you currently have will work on this. Uh, so 
Yeah. And we also knew that was going to happen because they weren't going to change the size of the switch and the rails and whatever. Um, so that means, yes, they're, they're, they probably haven't fixed any of the drift issues. <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I would have liked to have seen different colors. At least I, I appreciate the black. I would have liked to have seen different colors. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, the white looks cool. I'm cool. I'm I'm cool yes. with the white. Yeah, no, it definitely does. What else do we have on this bad? Oh, the OLED um, screen, the biggest, the biggest yes, thing does. that this thing has. Seven-inch OLED screen. Feast your eyes on vivid colors and crisp contrast when you play on the go. See the difference uh, the vibrant screen makes whether you're racing at top speed or squaring off against enemies. So OLED uh, is a technology we've had for a while. It just it, it's yes. more vivid colors. I think there's deeper blacks. I think I think uh, yeah. I don't know exactly how it works. Um, uh, I know it's a, something we've had for a while. Phones have been using it for a while. TVs right. are now just starting to use it. The original model of the PlayStation Vita, the one I own, has an OLED screen. Um, I saw a lot of tweets that's like the Vita walks so the Switch can run <laughs> or something like that. I think it's a more expensive thing to have, but it does do... It, some people say it's better for battery life. Other people say it's 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 really uh, a case-by-case -case basis whether or not it, it, it helps it is, battery life or not. It is more expensive, more expensive technology. Um, I, I can tell you from like experience shopping in terms of TVs, it adds $1,000 to the price, mm -hmm. like no matter what want an oled tv um it does it does like most things i've heard it's like better on battery life overall um the picture quality is a big step up from you know lcd and led screens um so this will look fantastic in fact part of the reason why it's launching with metroid dread is because they designed dread to take advantage of this screen oh interesting yeah, not um, saying it's not going to look good on a regular Switch or a Switch Lite. I I think there's something to do with the with the deeper blacks in OLED. Yeah. Um, I think it like like on a regular LCD screen when it's when the when the screen is on and there's like a completely black image, you could still kind of tell that it's on. But an OLED yeah. screen, uh, when it's completely black, it might look off. Um, yeah, and that's like supposed they actually to, turn the pixels off. Yeah, and that's what's supposed to like help save battery life. But uh, yeah. again, it's it depends on what's actually happening on screen. Um, so yeah, uh, so even though the screen is going to be more vivid and and better looking, uh, I it has the same amount of battery life. Uh, as as a as a yeah. current generation switch and it has the same internals nintendo confirmed uh uh where is it nintendo confirms there's no cpu or ram upgrade in the oled switch model uh after months of switch pro rumors i'm not gonna read all that nintendo switch oled model does not have a new cpu or more ram from previous nintendo switch models says the verge uh but somewhere it confirmed that i remember reading that it was a Oh, it was like the, the uh, I said it in my video today, uh, uh, the gamer or something or, or whatever. Uh, they said that it was, uh, 
uh, it had the same 4.5 to 9 hour battery life that we currently have. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the screen's going to be much cooler. I'm glad there's no bezel. It looks way better without the bezel. I think the bezel was a giant oh, yeah. mistake to begin with because it, it made it look like a freaking... Uh, uh, it, it made it look it like, it looked an like a iPad. cheap, yeah, like a cheap Kindle Fire. Yeah, it's kind of gross, and and now yeah. now it looks a lot better. Uh, also, I noted in my video today, um, since there's no bezel, they put the little light sensor t on the top instead of on the where the bezel is. So uh, if it's mm -hmm. dark in your room, you know, it, basically, this is what controls the auto brightness. Um, so if yeah. you have like a live-in case for your switch and you want to put it on this like a nerf case or something uh, It'll obstruct that and you won't be able to do auto brightness if that matters to you at all That's the only accessory I can think of that won't work with both Also the kickstand well, I saw might something, be blocked this might be, get, this might be getting a little ahead of ourselves um, But I saw something, you know the flip grip? Yes It's a it's a peripheral for those of you who don't know it. You can play you can use it to play with the switch vertically for grip, classic uh, arcade game use code wolfden uh save some money i think we have a there you sponsor. go um that was designed for the original switch because it uses the notch in the back the to, like, notch line things the up yeah, on the bottom where the the, where the uh usb-c cord goes yeah, yeah this on notch the, yeah yeah um the switch the switch oled model does not have that notch it looks like it does. So, it ha it has a little, like, uh, hole, but it's a different it's a different kind of notch. Oh, yeah, weird. Somebody in the chat said your switch will work in both docks and vice versa, but if the notch is different, that's weird. Oh, here's a better I picture. Think this, the height of the notch maybe but like the the depth of it is different it looks like it has the notch it looks longer actually yeah it might be because of the, the kickstand obscures it so maybe the, it just looks like it's different was it would you find this in a tweet or something yeah it was the guy who created the flip grip I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, see if you can find that, because I'd be interested to see more about that. Um, I mean, I have a flip grip somewhere, too. I could check that out. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the dock. Uh, here on the Japanese website, you get this cool little animation. Whoa, it's crazy. Uh, the dock is much better now, because the previous dock uh, falls over easily and falls out very easily. Um, this looks like it's going to be nice and solid. You're not going to break this thing, and uh, it will keep your switch nice and sturdy. Um, currently, also, if, currently, if you stand your switch up and you hit the corner, it'll just fall down, and this one looks like that's not going to happen. Also, the big new thing that this dock adds is a LAN port. So you oh, can yes. connect, you can directly connect your switch to the internet via an ethernet cable. This is, believe it or not, the first Nintendo console to include an ethernet port by default. Yes. Without an GameCube adapter. GameCube did not have it. You had to buy it separately. 
the Wii was Wi-Fi only. You had to buy an adapter. Same with the Wii U and the original Switch. And the LAN adapter you buy right now for the Switch is the exact same LAN adapter that you would buy for the Wii U. Yeah, uh, That's how old this thing. And I think it might even be the same for the Wii, to be honest. Probably. Um, so you are losing the internal USB 3.0 port and you are gaining a LAN port, which is totally fine yes. by me because currently the internal port on my dock is for the LAN adapter. So I'm totally cool with losing that. It also looks like this better cable management. You got this little like like loop here that looks like it's it's yeah it fits cables better. Um, now I I said this in my video, but I deleted it because I thought it was a little complicated and a little too nuanced for people, and I'm not even sure if it's true. But uh, when the switch came out, uh, the internal dock the internal port is blue. The internal USB 3.0 port is blue, meaning it's 3.0. However. The switch doesn't support 3.0 out of the uh, the 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 USB-C port, so that means the dock doesn't work with 3.0 devices. It still limits it to 2.0 speeds, and I don't think they ever updated it. I remember like a year or two ago, I noticed that uh, the. Um, I noticed that the the LAN adapter speeds were faster all of a sudden, so it seemed mm -hmm. like they updated something, but I never got like confirmation that that internal port is now working as a 3.0 port. Um, so I don't know. We do, we don't know if these uh, ports on the sides are are 2.0 or 3.0. It doesn't say here. We don't know if this HDMI port, like what version HDMI it is. I think I think the ports are 2.0. Uh, I don't know. Seeing, remember seeing that somewhere? Because just because they're not blue doesn't mean that they're 2.0. You know? No, I know. I, I forgot what article it was said it was 2.0. Bruce playing with my my uh inti creates uh tote bag how dare you that's a collector's item um so the whole chat is blowing up about bluetooth you're not getting bluetooth oh yes right. <laughs> uh my one of the things bag. we thought we would get in addition to 4K output was some sort of support for Bluetooth audio. Uh, that is not the case. <laughs> I I didn't think this was ever going to happen. It was just like wishful thinking for Nintendo to do something like that. Uh, there should be Bluetooth audio, especially in the dock at least. But it should yeah. really be in the in the Switch itself. Um. You can still get an adapter and plug it in. Uh, you won't be able to plug it into the inside. It will have to be sticking out the side now, uh, yeah. which is a little disappointing if that's something that you do. Uh, but it's really not the end of the world. Uh, basically, if you do that, maybe just don't upgrade because there's really no reason to. You know, if you're playing in docked, if you're playing in docked, no reason to upgrade because uh, all you're getting is a LAN adapter and that costs $30. It's not worth paying three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. If you play mostly handheld, you might uh, get a better looking screen, and that's uh, about it. Well, not just a better looking screen, Bob. 
You also oh. get a kickstand. Yes, the kickstand. Yes. Uh, oh, on and... a more serious note. Yes. You also get a bigger uh, storage space. You get 64 gigs of internal storage, which is double the 32 in the in the launch version, and you get enhanced audio. Yeah, so they, 64 they gave, they gigabytes is a big deal because the 32 gigabytes that the Switch came with was not enough. That is not enough at all. No. Upgrading to 64 is awesome. Uh, Switch games, I mean, 64 is still not that much, but uh, Six, yeah, Nintendo first-party games are really tiny, so you can fit a lot of first-party Nintendo games on 64 gigabytes of internal memory. You, you can, but... Phones don't even come at 64 gig standard anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I still feel like, I mean, don't get me wrong. This is better. This is significantly better. But it's, I feel like it's still not enough. Yeah. Like yeah, it no. should have been 64 at launch and this should have been 128. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very marginal uh, upgrade. Uh, this whole thing is, is a marginal upgrade. <laughs> Yeah. Um but it's a marginal upgrade five years on. also of you reminded me, uh at the bottom here, it says mm-hmm. uh T V mode, uh tabletop mode, and K tie mode, which means phone mode. Huh. But they're using it as like hand they're using that as handheld mode. Yeah. And I asked my teacher, does that just mean handheld? Like, could I say a Game Boy is a K-Tie? And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't know why they did that. It's very weird. Um, okay, so I found the tweet from Mike Choi, the creator of the Flip Grip. He said, mm-hmm. it's due to the lack of back vents on the, on the Switch LED. Oh? Oh. Yeah, because it has those little. The original Switch has those little vents on the bottom. Right. It's got. Uh, it's got and these the guys. new Switch does not, because the kickstand takes up all that space. They could. They didn't put a hole there. Huh. So where the hell are the vents? Oh, it's a, it's it's oh. all the way at the bottom. See that? They're all the yeah, way. At okay. The bottom. Yeah. 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 Uh, interesting. So, oh, does the flip grip cover the bottom? Bottom. That's probably why the flip grip covers that. Interesting. Does the yeah. satisfy grip cover that? Uh, oh, mine's in the satisfy grip. No. It should not cover. It might cover it a little bit, but uh, not too much. It doesn't look like it does. It, it, it would probably cover it a little. Which probably isn't the end of the world. Um, well, also, no, note, it's like just it just barely covers. Okay, that's like rep. That's good. Uh, yeah, I think that it looks uh, like there's even space. Philip from Satisfy texted me today and said, and said, um, uh, it might not fit in here though because of the uh, the the newer Joy Cons have thicker paint, mm. so that could be an issue. So, I mean, you never know until you freaking get the thing. Anyway, you also got the new audio. Uh, 
they don't really explain what is better about it they just say it's better um yeah it looks like the speaker holes are bigger uh currently i think these are the speaker holes these little things on the on the uh these little holes in the bezel bevel or bezel mm -hmm. i just thought it was bezel bezel right i think that's what i've been saying yeah. but what is bevel is that different yeah so anyway uh yeah the holes are little tiny things and now they're they're they look a little longer uh i think the audio has been great on the switch i don't really see a reason to to upgrade that but whatever whatever they want to do uh the website says the oled model is a tiny bit longer so will the satisfy group fit it interesting where does it say that hmm. i mean i i was also thinking I know. like like the the if you're gonna increase the screen size it's not just you can't just like scale it up because then it looks weird you do yeah. have to you do have to do something about it bevel is a rounded edge is it yeah i was i was just looking that up then what is a chamfer oh it's the opposite of a, that's that's like that's like a like a con cave edge yeah uh anyway i do like the way the the new dock design i wish it was smaller there's no reason for it to be this freaking big uh, I like the rounded corners. I like the tiny little switch logo. I like the indent. I like the glossiness. It's cool. They probably made it. They probably make it big so it covers up the screen, but at the same time, it you can just have it standing there like a phone dock does. It's not gonna yeah. bother anything. Oh, they're saying uh, chamfer is a flat edge, like a forty-five degree cut flat edge. Okay. Um. So anyway, I think that's everything. I think we talked about everything new. Yeah, we the have big here. things. It's got a bigger internal storage, enhanced audio, uh, built-in uh, LAN port, better kickstand, and the the OLED screen. That's uh, it. Yes, yes. Biggest deal: bigger screen, LAN port, and it's three hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh which is pro which is uh, pretty upsetting um oh i also have here uh i, I opened up nintendo life because there's a lot they they the whole friggin cover of nintendo life is all articles about this um uh after months of switch programs nintendo officially unveils the nintendo switch all led model uh they say where to pre-order it uh, oh, oh! Uh, some people in the chat were talking about how you can purchase the dock separately. Yes, uh, which uh, I was going to say the dock is you can buy the dock separately, but you can only buy it from Nintendo directly. The white dock and black dock will be sold separately. No HDMI cable, no AC adapter. Get out of here, dude. Uh, not in a package. What? On the Nintendo online store, it will not be sold at retail. That's dumb. It's probably going to be expensive. Uh, yeah that's really that's that's really dumb that it doesn't come with an ac adapter uh i used to tell people to get a refurbished dock because it was cheap uh but that also didn't come with an ac adapter but at least it was cheaper um yeah i don't think anybody should buy just the dock 
unless you want an additional dock. Um, yeah, be, because the dock is for like a second bedroom or a second house. It's the, not. It's just a luxury thing. The old dock, I'm pretty sure, came with an AC adapter. It was a hundred dollars. I think it also came with an HDMI cable. Damn. Uh, there's no reason to get this dock. It has a LAN adapter. Dude, the LAN adapter is thirty dollars. Yeah. There's no Probably reason cheaper. to get this dock. You can is get a be, generic one. This dock's gonna be a hundred dollars. No way, it's not a hundred dollars. And that's crazy. Yeah. That's gonna be a hundred dollars. I mean, I'm this is pure speculation. But if it's gonna be a hundred dollars, and they're not putting a freaking AC adapter in this, nobody should get the the dock. That's crazy. It better if it's fifty dollars. Maybe. But you can just buy a LAN adapter. It's really not crazy. Yeah. Uh, Cliff in the chat says, wasn't the old dock around $100? Yes, but it also came yeah. with an HDMI cable and, and a, and a uh, uh, charger. Adapter. The charger is the biggest deal. Yeah. Charger is surprisingly hard to come by, like an official Nintendo one. And the dock, too, now, all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, the dock's and, even harder now. And you know how I feel about getting third-party ones. Yeah. I uh, hope uh, another. I, hope I also hope that they fix the issues with the original dock. I hope that it's power uh, delivery compliant and everything. Uh, yeah. But chances are low that that's the case. It looks exactly the same with an added yeah. LAN adapter port. Here's something I found interesting on the the official Nintendo website. Mm-hmm. For the Switch OLED model, there's a there's an option to compare to compare all three versions of the Switch to figure out which one is right for you. Mm-hmm. At the bottom, towards the bottom, there's a section for game compatibility, and it says Nintendo Switch OLED model is compatible with the full library of Nintendo Switch games. However, the system will not cleanly fit within all of the design parameters of the Nintendo Labo series. There may also be some games where the game experience may differ due to the new capabilities of the console, such as the larger screen size. Interesting. So the system itself does appear to be slightly bigger if it can't fit properly within the Labo system. Very interesting. That's something we'll we'll have to check out. So yeah, I guess there yeah. are going to be cases aren't going to work. That certain cases just won't work. I, I'd imagine most will, but uh, if they're really tight fitting, you, you might have a problem. Yeah. Uh. Oh, it's also possible they don't include a charger at all. No, that can't be. It comes with the dock. No. They got to include a charger. <laughs> no, this this is a home system. This is a yeah. home console. It's 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 going to come with. Um, anyway, uh, there was something else I wanted to say. Oh, uh, Nintendo Life has something here that says, yes, Switch OLED works with your old dock and vice versa. Uh, one of the questions for on the FAQ says, can this Nintendo Switch dock with LAN port also be used with Nintendo Switch? Okay. <laughs> um, yes, the dock can be used, including the LAN port. Uh, a system update may be required. Can the Nintendo Switch dock be used with the Nintendo Switch OLED model? Yes, this is possible. This is a terror. This is we're getting into Xbox territory labeling here <laughs> because Nintendo yeah. Switch means the old Nintendo Switch. The new one is called Nintendo Switch OLED model. 
The old yeah. dock is called Nintendo Switch Dock. The new dock is called Nintendo Switch Dock with a LAN port. <laughs> I hate this world that we live in now. Yeah. Uh, but basically, they're saying it's going to work. They'll all work, even if it's a little wider, even if it's even if the back port's weird or the vents are weird. It's they're still going to work. Yeah. That is weird, actually, because the dock has vents for exactly where the vents are. Like the old dock has vents, yeah. but it has little vent holes. Interesting. And if oh, the new, unless one, if the new like, one shoots air the out the spacing. bottom, that's weird. This uh, maybe the spacing between like the walls of the dock and like where the switch is is like enough for that can get airflow into. Right. It must be. Yeah. Um. So, I want to bring up that we've been. We, I mean, we've been talking about freaking. The rumors we've been talking about for months have been all started basically by Bloomberg. They've been mm-hmm. really driving home the point that we're going to get a new Switch version. And I mean, they weren't wrong about us getting a new Switch version, but they the the weird speculation that they did. They they speculated as fact that we were getting a 4K switch pro and uh a lot of people ran with that and i think that that kind of it's it's a bad vibe you know (laughs) definitely colored the way people's uh people's expectations of what this system would be i think it's i i think we have a right to be mad at bloomberg uh let's not you know be mad in the in the in the way that internet mobs are usually mad just don't yeah. just just don't uh just take their reporting with a grain of salt for for the next few months um it, it's kind of really uh, a shame that they literally every month they they were like here's a new bit about that switch pro 4k that we well, we heard about and they were like it's it's kind of dirty they were like legit farming for clicks yeah and i mean you know youtubers kind of took that and ran with it but also is it was getting a shit ton of views for people uh, talking about switch pro um but uh we here at the wolf den always put a little put a little asterisk on there saying you're not getting 4k out of this motherfucker at most you might get some upscaling but uh yeah we never expected not true 4k we never expected uh half of what they were touting uh and i'm part of why i'm bringing it up we got this tweet from gary witta maybe instead of getting mad at nintendo who never said a word about what the specs of the new switch model were going to be prior to revealing it get mad at internet bullshitters for feeding you a bunch of unfounded rumors and speculation in exchange for your clicks he's not wrong because uh but but i mean like how would people know like bloomberg's supposed to be like a reputable company and if they say something like that, if they report on something like that, I could see why other people would trust it. Again, we never did. We always said, this seems fishy. I don't know about all this. Um, but I could see why certain people would. Um, and then you got Modern Vintage Gamer clowning on him, saying, and yet here you are talking about the freaking Switch Pro rumors uh, farming for clicks. <laughs> Everyone's guilty of it. Um, yeah. I think, because the idea of a Switch Pro... A switch with a switch 4k whatever you want to call it 
uh, makes sense. You know, it, the thing was a, was a max a 1080p system in an era of 4K of last generation. The PS4 and the Xbox One both had mid-console upgrade, mid mid-life cycle upgrades that upgraded them to 4K systems, real 4K or otherwise. Um, it, it made sense that Nintendo would possibly follow in the same footsteps, forgetting that Nintendo rarely, if ever, yes. follows <laughs> in the same footsteps as yes. the other two. Um, now would have been the time for a 4K Switch. Um, two or three years ago would have been the time for a Switch OLED. <laughs> so, basically... If you want to get your Switch news, rumors, and speculation, youtube.com slash wolfden, twitch.tv slash wolfden, youtube.com slash wolfden podcast. We were right about there not being 4K. We were right about the bigger screen. Uh, OLED, we believed Bloomberg. They were the ones who reported on the OLED nonsense. We were wrong about... The price, the fact that it wasn't going to replace the new one. We were wrong that it wasn't that it it wasn't going to have any like sort of new chipset because it's the exact same chipset. Right, that too. Uh, we thought there might have been some 1080p in the screen, uh, which is not true either. Um, so I'm not saying we were freaking uh, messiahs here, but. Uh, at least we were realistic about it. We're not over here being like, the yes. dock's going to friggin' upscale it. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be $4. You, you, you get one for your whole family. Uh, also, Tom Warren here from The Verge tweeted at Gary Witta and said, weird to call Bloomberg internet bullshitters because <laughs> it is really all Bloomberg's fault. <laughs> I, can't draw, I can't stress that enough that they really got everybody's expectations like in, in, a, in a bunch. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. It's it, it's it's been a week. I'm so happy this is this is all over. But there's still people who are here being like, oh, this means the Switch Pro is gonna happen next year, then. <laughs> so we're not done. Like, there's uh, still gonna be people doing that shit. And- oh, yeah. There there are still people who question the election. Are you surprised? <laughs> <laughs> so this is it guys this is the thing that everybody's been talking about this is the one there's not going to be another one this is it there'll be another one there'll there'll be a new switch or a new nintendo console in like two or three years that's what i was gonna say the next nintendo system is just gonna be the next nintendo system it'll be the switch 2 or it'll have a different name altogether like we're not getting the switch pro or the switch 4k it's just going to be something else. Right, right, right. I mean, I think Nintendo will stick to the hybrid system because it's working for them. Yes. No, it, uh, it they might, will. It might even be like a Switch 2 or something, but uh, it'll be the it'll be the next generation of Nintendo. Yeah. We're not going to be seeing any more iterations of this thing, I don't think. Maybe a different Switch Lite, maybe? I don't know. Doubtful. Uh, Rosie in Rosie in debates in the chat says so ultimately is it worth to upgrade despite the OLED no no uh it is literally only worth the upgrade if you care that much about the OLED yeah 
Uh, it's not, I'm exactly. not even going to say it's worth the upgrade for the LAN adapter because a LAN adapter is $30. And you can use any LAN adapter. Well, not any, but most LAN adapters you can most use. You don't even need work. Nintendo's LAN adapters. So no, it's not worth an upgrade at all. If it's you don't have a Switch and you want one, this is the one to get. Even though it's $50 more, it's still worth that extra $50 for the nicer screen. Yeah. Nicer screen, the bigger hard drive, and the LAN adapter. And the kickstand. Uh, we keep forgetting about the kickstand. The kickstand's got, I think there's a there's like little quality of life tweaks that are worth it. Uh like the extra storage and, and everything. So like technically this is a Switch Pro. It's Nintendo's own <laughs> way of 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 making it worth it to yeah uh you know uh i don't even want to say higher end gamers but like i guess that's like the market that this thing is is sitting in i still yeah. think they're gonna phase out the old switch I, I, there's no reason yeah. to even have that but again i i don't know i just feel like these are not 50 dollars upgrades these right. are these are not worth 50 dollars. This, this is worth what the switch the switch currently costs it, it's it's that OLED that is making them justify it because even the Vita was more expensive, right, with the OLED in it. Right, and then when they retooled it, they took out the OLED and then you know made it cheaper. Yeah, so uh, it's literally you're just paying for the OLED, which honestly I'm not sure is going to be worth it. I will I will get them both, and I, I mean yeah, I will get it and I'll see what it looks like compared to a new one and. Uh, I, I mean, I, that's not what we don't have. We're not switch owners for the best look in gaming experience. We're switch owners because yes. Nintendo makes great games and it's a really convenient console. So, uh, go fish goldfish says, would you get it? If you traded in an old switch to get store credit and pay the difference, I don't think it's going to be worth it. Honestly, I think, I think no. that, uh, you're not going to get much for it. Um, I'm trying to think, like, uh, when I worked at GameStop, I traded in I traded in our old 3DS for the new 3DS, didn't I? No. Yeah. Yeah. You did. Yeah. No, I still, I still have our original 3DS. I, I, somehow I ended up buying the new 3DS. Yeah. Somehow that ended up being worth it to me. Um, so maybe I would. I don't know. If I worked at GameStop and I could, like, wheel and deal some sort of, like, uh, like 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 friggin' uh discount and and like trade-in bonus because games up has like weird trade-in bonuses um yeah. but if i was just a normie uh i don't think i would get it i don't think it would be worth it at all yeah. to be honest uh and i only play dot zizul so zizul says if you still use a launch switch would you get the oled one if no. you have it if you have an issue with battery life maybe yes if if not but only that yeah if not then no i would i would probably still have my launch switch honestly yeah uh, i still have my launch switch i only play in handheld most of the time like 99 percent of the time and it still works fine yeah worth the upgrade from a switch light that's on you because uh how much <laughs> do you want to play on a on a on a tv you know yeah uh, if you, I mean, yeah. If you want to get a new Switch to play on TV and you have a Switch Lite, then yeah, get get. I I, th I think if you want a new Switch, this is the one to get. However, uh, if you currently have a Switch, I don't think it's worth the upgrade. But if you have a Switch Lite and you want to play on the TV, maybe, maybe the extra fifty dollars is worth it. Uh, 
Um, anyway, I think that's all we got to say about this freaking thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, 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 it, it, it is. It yeah. is kind of a lackluster upgrade. It's yeah. like going from the Game Boy Advance to the Game Boy Advance SP. Yes, you're getting a nicer screen, but is it really worth the upgrade? I, I don't... Uh, yeah, it's not very interesting. <laughs> it, when, we, when we get down to it, this whole thing is not very interesting. The most interesting thing is, I think, how the internet reacted to the rumors and mm -hmm. how disappointed everyone is now that they took those rumors as fact and that everybody was running with them uh because i mean again nintendo never said you were getting all of these things i am though disappointed that nintendo is charging an extra 50 bucks for uh, a screen that is what 0.6 inches bigger <laughs> yeah it's like it's really not i mean it's oled but who knows if that's even going to be th that much better looking so uh yeah basically take uh take all the whenever you see rumor if it's not nintendo specifically saying it it is not a fact yeah. it is just a rumor um so just remember that and 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 listen to all of these uh content creators and news outlets and and see figure out for yourself who you can trust uh myra says stupid sexy rumors <laughs> will can you do me a favor yes bob can you read the notifications while i go pee i think yes, we ended at anthony carvoni saying he's getting a doggo uh yes we did um treville steinberg for 100 bits uh if we don't stop he can't stop uh that's true um but we will figure out how to stop eventually uh ian why not thank you for resubscribing 15 months man of steel five bits no one is pointing out that they said that they say enhanced audio but still no bluetooth audio um we did touch upon that um it, it is very weird that they still haven't included bluetooth audio for whatever reason I don't think it has anything to do with interfering with the Joy-Cons because you can have like a bunch of different Bluetooth things connected to a device. Uh, I've said before, I often have a Bluetooth mouse and my AirPods connected to my laptop all over Bluetooth. No interference, no problems. Uh, it just works. Uh, maybe they could have added uh, a stronger Bluetooth card in the Switch. And that would have been worth a little bit more, like part of the fifty dollars. Um, but yeah, uh, CWB Fernando resubscribed five months. Thank you, uh, El Polo Loco. Thank you for the subscription. Uh, Disc Discju uh, resubscribed for twenty one months. I like it. I mean, yeah, it's it's a good looking system, especially the white version. Uh, it's got all the things you would want. If you didn't own a Switch already, this is the one to get. If you can afford the extra 50 bucks. Because um, you know this thing isn't going to go on sale anytime soon. I'm back. Uh, where, where are we? Uh, uh, I just read Disjuve with uh, 21 months says, I like it. 
I I mean I if the original Switch didn't right. exist, then yes. Or if this came out two years after the Switch launched instead of one instead of five, yes. Or if I didn't I think have this, a Switch. This is, yes, this is this is an upgrade five years too late. Yeah. I I mean I'll have to see how much I like it when I actually get it, but uh as of yeah. right now, not looking very enticing. Um but I mean, it is it, it it it's 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 just par for the course for Nintendo. We we this yeah. is just the obvious thing that they were going to do, just a mid console iteration, make it slightly better for the people who don't have one yet or on the fence. Now now there's a new cool one and it fixes some of the problems. It's all oh, this is maybe a little enticing. Anyway, Alec is no Semper Semper Tempest. Thank you for the prime. Alec is banking. Thank you for the nine months. A Rod Dragon, thank you for the two months. Lucas Film, Lucas FMs, thank you for the four months. Been waiting for the pro to get my Switch. Might wait a little more. What? <laughs> this, this is it. This is the this one. Is the Switch Pro. This is the one that they made for you, for you to get. If you're not if yeah. if you're not gonna get this one, you're not getting a Switch. That's 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 at least our take. There's going to be other people who are going to say yeah. that there's a Switch Pro coming out. I think those people are crazy. Um, Jamie Wentz, thank you for the three months. Lewin Mag, thank you for the five months. Five months listening, one of the best gaming podcasts. Definitely deserve a Tubi. Ask what about it? Uh, I'm scared to. It sounds like a, sounds like a derogatory, like Australian slang for a derogatory thing. Is it a sex thing? Just tell us if tell it's a sex thing. Tell us off the bat if it's a sex thing, because I'm not going to ask him. Spoopy Girl, thanks for the 100 bits. I wanted to get second Switch, so think we'll get this. Okay. Right. Yeah, if, if you wanted a second Switch, this would be the one to get. For whatever reason, you want a second Switch. Codwall, thank you for the Prime. Picky Gamer, thank you for the 10 months. What are our options if we want Bluetooth audio, says Eri Joel. Uh, Genki makes a Bluetooth adapter. That's pretty good. Um, no, no, no. Genki makes a Bluetooth adapter. I don't know if it's any good. I've never tried it. Um, what's the one that I have? Is it not Genki? Does SteelSeries make one? No. Gully Kit is the one that I have. And this one's pretty good. Uh, I have not tr so this one you can plug you can uh, connect two devices I think uh -huh. like at once um, but also Genki makes one I've never tried it but I've heard good things about it um, I don't know if SteelSeries makes one but that one's probably pretty they're all the I same know, I know SteelSeries SteelSeries makes one where you connect it to the switch you know via cable but it, you connect it to your phone via bluetooth correct and it, you can do both at the same time. Correct. That's the headset I have. And it actually, I used it yes. to play Warzone the other day, and it sounds great. Oh, it's right here. And uh, I think they discontinued it. <laughs> I mean, you can still like find it on Amazon, but it's more money than yeah. it was when it launched. Um, but it sounds great. I just got a... I just got headphone hooks off of Amazon. I'm going to have like a wall of headphones next to me. Because I have all these freaking headphones that are just sprawled out everywhere, and now I use yeah. all. Now I, I started using all different headphones for all different things. So, 
I gotta get. I have a headphone stand, but I think I might have to get a hook because the stand just takes up room. Yeah, it's just on Amazon. It comes with like the command strip and everything. Oh, I also got a. Uh, I got a. I I I just finalized the order for a uh, custom neon sign that will go right there. That's gonna yeah. be that that color. Uh, nice. it's, it's not real neon. It's like, it's, it's, you know, LED, but it looks like neon. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be a cool thing. Nice. Anyway. Uh, well, we got more, we got, uh, oh, picky gamer. Thanks for the 10 months. Did we do that? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. And, uh, cad wall. Thank you for the subscribe. Thank you so much guys. We're never talking about a switch pro again. It's the end of yes. that. Uh, I'm sure at the end of the show Finally. or in between topics, people will have more stuff to say about the Switch Pro. But uh, yeah. right now, right now, we're moving on to more topics. Only a few more. And then we can yeah. get back to Switch Pro stuff. And these next two topics can really be combined into one, uh, I think. Okay. It's all about how indie developers hate working with sony <laughs> oh i did hear about this um so so there's a lot amongst these articles um uh, i read them before the show just to get a basic summary of it basically it started when one indie developer went on twitter Let's see if i can get his name i'll also say that uh, uh they don't like working with nintendo too much either I mean, Nintendo has like at least like a a, a department. Well, well, not a department. They have more than one person that works with indie devs. But so they're still I've, not they're still not great to indie devs. From what I've gathered from these articles, um, is that no platform is perfect. Right. They've all got issues. They all have to do crappy things. But Sony is far and away the worst offender. Okay. Started in from from a Twitter tirade from from games publish game publisher uh, Ian Gardner of Neon Doctrine. Um, he's he unleashed a whole bunch of tweets complaining about a specific game console maker that he specifically said um, was a major player and did not support Game Pass. Only <laughs> 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 one or two people. The problems amount to things like uh, very poor, uh, very poor like support at all. It's very hard to get in contact with anybody at Sony, whereas Xbox and Nintendo have account managers that like you can talk to and you know work with uh, if you have issues. Um, you e on the Sony end, you email them and you don't get response for sometimes months. Mm -hmm. um, Things like, you know, promotion and trying to find your game on the store uh, is very difficult, specifically on Sony platforms. It call, um, one of the articles specifically called out that Sony charges minimum $25,000 <laughs> for front page placement on the PlayStation Store. Mm -hmm. So uh, Xbox also has a fee, but... Xbox also has other things in place to make that not necessarily a problem. Like you can get away with not paying that fee um, in order to get discovered 
on the Xbox Marketplace. Whereas with Sony, you kind of have to do that in order to get discovered. Because the adding a game to a wish list doesn't do anything. Uh, the PlayStation blog oftentimes does not uh, talk about every single game being released or even like the most high profile games. Sony internal um, picks the games that they talk about in the blog and it's very rarely a lot of indie games. It's uh, only like the highest of high profile indie games. Kotaku here also says that while uh, paying for prominent promotion, the store requires spending at least $25,000 like you just said. But according to financial figures, we've had verified by another source. If it's Sony he's talking about, that can reach as high as $200,000. Yeah. I think that's mostly about like the the type of like space on the storefront you want, you right. know, cuz like like regular advertising, the bigger the ad you take out, the more expensive it's going to be. Yeah, I'd imagine that every storefront has something like this. So something where you can pay yeah. like for an advertising fee to get prominent placement in the store. But I'm pretty sure that all these other storefronts like 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 the Apple store like has right. uh things for indie games and stuff. Like like ways to get yeah. your game displayed prominently if it's an indie game or at least if it's like selling a lot or if it's popular or something. Um so you don't have to necessarily pay that much. I I'd imagine that every other store has things like it costs money to be presented prominently and stuff like that but i'd imagine that sony I, i'm not surprised if sony is is like an offender here myra in the chats is after the crossplay stuff sony is just not on my radar anymore and uh yeah the crossplay so we, we it was it basically came out that sony was the whole reason that uh i mean we kind of knew that sony was the whole reason that crossplay yeah. like playing between consoles uh that didn't exist because Sony was kind of uh, stonewalling it. And recently we saw internal emails confirming that, that that uh, Sony was just straight up like, we have no reason to partner with these other companies. We're the big yeah. shot. Why should we give handouts to them, basically? Um, so um, here's Sony being Sony to me. It's important to note that, you know, yes, charging for the front page is a big deal and that's a problem and a part of the problem is the front page is really the best place for people to find these games because otherwise they don't general sony doesn't generally put these games in the new release section mm -hmm. i think there was a point where if you go to the new release section of the playstation store they were showing uh you know the box art for games that hadn't been released yet like far cry 6 and according to one developer uh, on the Switch, they have a new release section which shows all the new releases. They have a deal section, which any game that currently has a deal will go there automatically. And all these other kinds of like lists and features that they just have. And you don't have to pay to be a part of it. And yeah. in addition to that, another big problem, indie developers rely on sales. Like the the Steam sales and things like that, they rely on those because that's when they see the most um, people buying their games, and that's where they get the biggest. Uh, that's where they get their biggest audience. People buying the game cheap and then spread the word of the game. So, so, Nintendo spe specifically will let you just set the price of the game. <laughs> like you can go in, you can say, "I want to sell the game for a buck," 
and they'll let you do that. On the Sony side of things, you have to be invited by Sony to participate in a sale and they set the price. So, so, so that system is kind of being exploited by people on the eShop. I, I made a video about right. it a while ago. Uh, so yeah, some people no. will, will make their game like a penny and uh, that'll make it sell an insane amount and then it becomes the best seller in the best sellers list and then they raise the price again and then it's still in the best sellers list. So Nintendo kind of fixed it by making it so you can't make the game a penny anymore, but people do two pennies or or, or a dollar. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a weird... Uh, so it, it, it's a good thing but also uh, uh yeah, a bad thing it's doing what it's supposed to but you know there there are people who are unfortunately exploiting it right but right, right. i think it would be better to have that option than not have it at all true because it be, is you know, at the end of the day help. we're getting one dollar games <laughs> yeah <laughs> um um just just one, take it with the, the, when you see the best seller section on the eShop, just take it with a grain of salt because some of those games are probably yeah. just just artificially there um but it's things like that like some of the developers have posted like their sales breakdown um and because of all like the the things that you know xbox offers and nintendo offer and steam offers that when they post their sales breakdown you'll see like big sales on switch or big sales on steam and playstation accounts for like one percent of all sales because sony doesn't do really anything to promote indie games on their side of things they're more focused with their big triple a titles now more than anything specifically their in-house games yeah i'm really like uh sony corporate has been just showing their like how shitty they are it's it's yeah it's kind of like i'm not uh, i'm not a i've been uh, i i feel like i'm constantly shitting on sony but like i mean I love my PlayStation 4, you know? It's just that the, yeah. the, I'm not in love with the PlayStation 5. And um, and I'm, I'm disappointed with how they're handling a lot of things. Um, yeah. I, I'm on the eShop right now, and uh, I went to new releases, and it's straight up... Sh- I mean, of course, Mario Golf is at the top because they got to show their flagship game. Um, but then they just straight... Look, Rubik's Roller, like, that's not a popular game. That's just some guy's yeah. game, and it's right there because... Uh, and it's on sale by by barely anything, but it's on sale. So uh, I think Nintendo has, is doing at least a better job at showing, showcasing indie stuff than yeah. the other guys. Not only, like, showcasing, but also in terms of support, because in the article it was mentioned that, you know... In- working with ID and Xbox, which is Xbox's, you know, indie arm, they're very good about, like, getting developers dev kits. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes at, like, reduced price or even, like, for free. That's good. Whereas Sony is still holding on to the old system where you have to pay an exorbitant amount of money for a dev kit, and you might just get one. I I, I think the reason... if you're working on a team, like... You need more than one in order to get this, a game out. I think part of the reason why I said Nintendo is not that great with indies, um, they uh, they have a weird update system. Like like if you want to release an update for your game, they have like a weird rigorous like like check for like like quality check for the update. Yeah. You might even have to pay a fee 
and I think they Apparently, have like weird fees with, associated with the uploading this games. Article, sometimes Nintendo will not let you roll out a patch larger than 200 megabytes without special permission. Right. Which uh, is very small. <laughs> uh, that, I mean, that shows what Nintendo thinks of file sizes. Um, but also, yeah. uh, when you release a game or you upload it to one of these stores, uh, you can't just give out keys to uh, the media and your and your friends. You can't just give out keys all willy nilly. They, even yeah. though it's like a freaking like, uh, it's not a real tangible thing. It's just data. Like I don't understand why they can't just have as many keys as they want. But um, yeah. Uh, well, I guess they have to pay for the for the distribution, um, but uh, Nintendo gives you the least amount of keys by twenty five. They give you twenty five percent of what the other companies would give you. Um, wow. I'll just say it: the other companies. Uh, there was one developer I talked to. Other PlayStation and Microsoft give you a thousand keys. Uh, Nintendo gives you two hundred and fifty. Wow, uh, and it's probably different per game, but there's one particular game. I don't even remember what the game was. That ended up being the case. Um, so, yeah, Nintendo's not great either, but uh, paying two hundred and fifty dollars to get your game shown at all is kind of. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, paying twenty five thousand dollars to even get your game shown a little ridiculous. And I think somewhere in this article they said that there's one guy that handles indie stuff at at, uh, at PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, f- according to this, the Kotaku article, everybody's saying the big difference between Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo is communication. Um, it helps every part of the process, says one indie publisher of Microsoft's uh, process. Eric Freeman, independent developer of Deja Vu, says via Twitter, uh, besides their cut up for sales, we've never been asked for money and everyone on the ID and Xbox team has been incredibly nice and responsive. He went on he went on to detail how Microsoft uh, have repeatedly invited them to be in sales, making the process simple. Heck, they even invite you to shows, said another publisher. Um, they not only invite you if you are already popular, they try to invite quality games no matter if you know them already or not. And Game Pass, Game Pass is a thing and it offers great value. Meanwhile, communication with Sony is reportedly extraordinarily difficult. Uh, Ra- Ragnar Tornquist of indie, of indie developer Red Thread Games and the name of my new metal band um, <laughs> tweeted his frustrations. Uh, we're a pretty established developer with a proven track record, but I honestly have no idea who, who to even contact to make console sales happen. It's like trying to be heard in the vacuum of space. Uh little j cub in the chat says shuhei yoshida he's the playstation indie guy a legend i don't think he is i think he just likes indie games no i I, he is but i think it's just him (laughs) so he was the president of sony uh international no sony interactive entertainment and now he does what does he do what's his title now Sony announced that Yoshida uh, had stepped down as president and amid a company reshuffle. 
to become head yeah. of a newly formed initiative that will focus on nurturing external independent creators. Oh, so he is literally that guy. The new initi the yeah. new initiative will focus on supporting external developers that are creating new and unexpected experiences for the gaming industry. He was replaced <laughs> by oh by Herman Holst, the former studio head of Guerrilla Games. He was replaced by, uh, yeah. he's, as president. So he's still doing the indie stuff. Yeah, he uh, yeah, he's still doing the indie stuff. And also, it should be noted that last year Sony created a ten million dollar fund to support indie developers uh, during the pandemic. Um, but that's not apparently enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I mean, having like a. It's. I mean, of course, you need people to help you. You need. You need it. You need people yeah. to be at the company that that could that could help you when you need stuff to to get done, and if you want to be put on their store and what whatnot. Uh, it is. They are a platform, and you are working on their platform, so you need some sort of communication. Uh, it's all yeah. the other bullshit, like having to pay an exorbitant amount of money, having to deal with them when you want to put updates up and whatever, uh, being shown on their storefront at all. Um, all that, all that weird bureaucratic nonsense uh, makes uh, this not a pleasant experience. Uh, so. In the IGN article, it says... Um, they spoke to the developers about uh, lot checks, which is a term used by Nintendo, but it generally refers to compliance checks across all platforms. Um, and they're frustrating on all platforms, but uh, most people pointed out that PlayStation's compliance checks were by far the most, most complex in terms of process, communication, and user feedback. So just to even get on the platform, Sony is like very hard to communicate with in terms of like what you need to do to even get on the store not even the front page the moral of the story is if you are creating a game uh or if you're an indie dev uh i mean start off on itch.io because <laughs> it's freaking yes. it's like it's the easiest thing to do um and then check out microsoft they they they're 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 there with open arms come over here we'll give you some money yeah. go on game pass we don't give a shit uh and also nintendo's probably fine uh playstation yeah. only deal with playstation if you have a publisher that's willing to deal with playstation <laughs> yeah um and if you don't want to update your game ever um i i just realized this was two topics charging devs twenty five thousand yeah, and, and sony being difficult to work with yeah uh because first the the twenty five thousand dollar article came out, and then the next day it was, you know, it's not just that. Mm. So anyway, uh, what else do we got here, Will? Uh, what else we got? We got commercials coming. Uh, video hey, you games? know what? Everybody... Keep your video game. Keep you know what everybody likes when you watch TV shows, and you know, halfway through, you got to watch an ad for, uh, I don't know, what what do kids? What, what ads are there on TV nowadays? ExpressVPN. Be, be careful what you say, Will, because there are ads in Wolfden videos. <laughs> I know. Uh, you might get accosted well, by a trade ad. Yeah. 
After months of testing, marketers are finally going to be able to start running video ads within console and PC games. Uh, In-game advertising, a linchpin of mobile gaming, could uh, could be a very lucrative for console and PC developers, but studios have been hesitant to adopt them, fearing that a clunky ad experience would mess with user engagement. A first-of-its-kind in-game advertising platform called Player One, uh, one spelled W-O-N, because fuck you, uh, (laughs) launches this week, allowing big-name marketers that are used to running splashy TV ads uh, the ability to target younger demographics with similar types of spots that will run in video games. The platform, which is owned and operated by Simul Media, a TV ad tech company, will let users determine whether they want to watch a 15 or 30 second video ad in exchange for being able to unlock exclusive gaming perks. Simul Media has struck deals with some of the world's biggest gaming studios, including Electronic Arts and Tencent's high-res studios. Um, it's EVP Gaming and OTT Dave Madden told Axios. Uh, how it works. Simul Media, which has been testing console gaming ads for over a year, collects and vets ad spots from big brands that would typically run on TV. Using the technology, developers can code these ads into their games. They can, they can then decide which rewards to provide gamers in exchange for them to agree to watch the ad. Uh, through its ad server, Simul Media is able to see whether an ad is completed. It then sends a notification that you can uh, release rewards to the player. Rewards can vary from in-game currency to skins uh, for your game avatars. In its research, Simul Media has found that players are willing to watch up to 10 ads per day in order to unlock free perks. The company is able to calculate how much video inventory it needs to provide gaming companies uh, by multiplying a game's daily active user count by 10. Uh, The acceleration of free-to-play games across console and PC like Fortnite, Apex Legends, and Call of Duty Warzone and Roblox means that audiences and playtime have seen explosive growth, yet the vast majority of players, over 90%, never spend money in free-to-play games, uh, according to Madden. Marketers need ways to reach younger gamers, young gaming audiences, ages 18 to 34, that are mostly cord cutters. Uh, In-game ads are cheaper and more efficient than brand integration, which is what advertisers have, uh, which is what advertisers have working with to date. Uh, Because that, because that audience is so highly sought after, streamers are able to charge a premium for digital TV ads that target younger uh, consumers. In-game ads, which are controlled by the gamer, are much cheaper um, per Simul Media. Data from one of uh, Simul Media's pilot campaigns with Smite, a free-to-play multiplayer battle arena game from Tencent's high-res studios, shows that players were much more likely, 22%, to play a game and spend money within the game, 11%, if they watched in-game ads, then gave them access to more gaming perks. Uh, This, all right, oh, we're almost over, thank God. Uh, (laughs) By a a 2020 analyst from Morgan Stanley finds that a reward-based console advertising could reach $2 billion, even if only 45% of gamers opt in. Ads that run twice per hour would have an advan- an average cost per thousand uh, of roughly $20, which is dramatically cheaper 
than what most marketers would pay to run ads on TV or even via some streaming services. Uh, Madden said the goal is to continue building out a network of advertisers and games that they can connect through its platform, growing the nascent in-console ad market. It plans to launch in-game ads and roughly a dozen more games by year's end. Suki Ga- Suki Kagura in the chat says, advertisers hate gaming content, very low buying power, lots of kids, this won't work. That's a pretty good point. Uh, I want to note that this isn't new. Uh, games have been doing this for a while. Um, there's been like weird sort of ad placements in games. Like here's, uh, this looks like a, uh, midnight club or something i don't know what this is yeah uh, well uh, but that that's at eminem's ad here's spider-man with the disney x xd ad uh here's here's so, our good boy mario driving a, a mercedes <laughs> so this this is different this is product placement this is when uh a company pays a fairly high price have their name or their logo or whatever uh, put somewhere in the game mm-hmm. as part of the game world. This is specifically referring to the game stops. You watch a 30 second commercial. Oh, and then the game goes back. Oh, we don't like that. Will. that's what this is referring to. That is bad. You're sitting, you're a sitting there, ad. you're playing. Yeah. You're sitting there, you're playing, let's say you're playing uh, Madden 2021. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there, you you, you play, the, the first quarter is over, and just like on regular TV, if you watch football on regular TV, when the first quarter is over, you get an ad break. And you have to sit there and watch commercials, and then it goes back to the game itself. That's what this is referring to. That is, that is a mid-roll ad in a game, and that's not cool. And that, now, video games... Uh, we talk about this a lot. Video games now seventy dollars, sixty or seventy dollars for a brand new AAA game. Uh, that is very cheap. It's it. They haven't. They basically haven't budged since uh, home console gaming started. Um, mm-hmm. They should. Be, and, and, but the cost of making a game is way more now. So that yeah. price should have gone up games should cost around a hundred dollars now if we're being real um but uh game game companies are finding ways to nickel and dime you like like dlc like like in-game skins and in-game content whatever premium additions yes uh and this is one way for them to subsidize it this is a nasty dirty way to do it but it is possible and i can imagine companies like ea Getting a couple of bucks for your views. Yeah. Uh, this is... I don't like this. <laughs> I, I think this is bad. I think this is uh, invasive. I think this is going to blow up in their face. Because mm-hmm. um, people still view game video games as things for children. And mm-hmm. there are very strict laws about advertising children yeah so all it's gonna take is one screw up Mm -hmm. and we're gonna have a whole other we're gonna have the loot box controversy all over again right so i don't see this lasting 
very long if it even gets off the ground uh i i have a weird relationship with mid-roll ads because uh i, I mean i you know that's uh, how we make some money i know that's part I of know. youtube but i had youtube premium for a really long time so i think i think i was one of the first people to, to get onto youtube premium because i was like i watch a lot of youtube yeah. i don't want any ads this look this seems great i'm getting youtube premium um so that was like around when mid rolls like launched so i got youtube premium and i never got ads and uh everyone then mid rolls launched everyone was pissed about it and then years later everybody's kind of like just conformed and gave up and i yeah. was completely against mid roll ads i never put mid roll ads in my videos and whatever uh and then one like 2 years ago i decided on one random video that was like 25 minutes long i was like i'll put one mid roll in the middle of the video um cuz i deserve it it's 25 minute long video and then when i was doing our like you know finances for the end of the month i saw this video made like twice as much as all of the other videos but it didn't even get that many views why did it make twice as much oh it's because there's a there's one mid-roll and people are are just conditioned to be fine with mid-rolls now so now you might see one or two mid-rolls in our videos <laughs> so uh that's my weird relationship. Other YouTubers put like a billion mid-rolls because YouTube by default puts a yeah. billion mid-rolls into a video. Um, uh, Ray Zeph, what's his YouTube ad block? I will block you if you use ad block. Piece of garbage. Uh, it's like going into a, it's like going into a friggin' McDonald's and just running behind the counter and taking your food. Um, yeah. Anyway. I think this is totally possible that we're going to see mid-rolls in, in video games. I think it is the worst yeah. thing that could happen. <laughs> yeah, this is going to... This is going to be... Because imagine... Because there's rumor... We didn't put this in the thing because I don't think it's worth talking about. There's rumors that EA is going to bring back Dead Space. Right. So imagine you're playing Dead Space. It's a horror game. You're in the middle of a, of a really tense scene where you're walking through an abandoned corridor there's blood on the wall the lights are flickering you hear things everywhere you're really scared you're really nervous and then all of a sudden subway would like to introduce you to the new five dollar foot long with uh ham and turkey and all this other crap that doesn't even taste like ham and turkey that would be at the end of the level probably <laughs> probably but the, the point remains you're in the middle of this like tense experience and it, it just gets ruined with an ad it's like getting hit in the face with a hammer <laughs> yeah but it, you know what in madden i totally see it it'll give you the whole madden, give you the whole football sense. experience because it's you're getting yeah. it's like a commercial and that's what you get with football yeah um i now what if they what if they give you some free to play like what if they make dead space free to play or seventy dollars and if it's free to play you get the ads and if it's seventy dollars you don't get the ads mm. like like how the mobile market was like like a few years ago i don't know i might just pay the seventy dollars i would definitely pay the seventy dollars but if i didn't have like seventy dollars i think that might be worth it 
Because, I mean, that's... Those are two different types of games. A console game, like Dead Space, is supposed to be a more, like, immersive, cinematic mm -hmm. experience. Whereas a mobile game is something that you pick up and play for five minutes while you wait for the bus or you're on the toilet. You know, I, it's I, two very different types of games. I think having the so option... Ad for a mobile game is different. Well, that's right. I, I think having the option to play the game with ads uh, for free, I think that might be worth it to some people. I guess. But if, they, if, they I'm, if I'm paying like... you money, I don't want a fucking ad. <laughs> yeah. I already paid. I don't need any more. You know, Hulu does that, don't they? You, They still have commercials even if you paid for it? A lot of them do that. It's That's... Hulu, um, Paramount Plus, Peacock, HBO Max now has a version like that. I mean, that's different because that's TV, and I'm used to that with TV. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not used to that with my video games. I don't <laughs> want that in my video games. <sighs> Kikoba with 20 months. Does Will have any hot takes on the air fryer? What air fryer? Uh, I... I'm actually disappointed in my air fryer because I tried uh -huh. making french fries in it last week and they were not crispy enough for my satisfaction. You just reminded me I have french fries in the fridge. Oh. How I'm long? Try, I, what? How long do french fries last in the fridge? Uh, when did you buy them? Friday. My general rule of thumb is a week for anything in the fridge. Okay. All right, I got time. I'm getting hungry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try reheating those fries in the air fryer tomorrow. See, so see how that turns out. <laughs> Give it a second. Turn, try. turn up the heat in it. Make, make them crispy. I like my fries crispy. Uh, last bit of news before we turn it over to you guys. Uh, yeah. Jima is doing an Xbox exclusive. Uh, insider Jeff Grubb reports that Microsoft and Kojima have signed a letter of intent for a new game. Oh. This is not an official binding contract, importantly, but it seems to point to the possibility that Kojima's next game will be made for Xbox. The name that Microsoft gives to the Xbox and PC games, um, Grubb cites uh, the information to his unnamed sources. Uh this is a key step in the negotiations between the Metal Gear Solid creator and the Xbox company. This signifies that both parties have agreed to a generalized deal while lawyers continue hashing out the finer points. According to the report, Microsoft and Kojima have been working behind the scenes for months already regarding a partnership. A deal is so close that Microsoft has begun preparing uh, for what Kojima will need to make his new game. Uh, report goes on to say that Kojima's new game will be made at least in part for the cloud. Microsoft just recently oh. hired portal developer Kim Swift to run the company's new initiatives for cloud-based gaming, and Kojima will be among them, says the report. Oh. We don't know what Kojima's game will be, and it's not at the crux of this announcement, apparently. Uh, the report that the the report that the thrust of the deal between Microsoft and Kojima is to unlock the creativity of Kojima Productions using Microsoft's technology as opposed to greenlighting a specific pitch. It is still early days, um, and neither Microsoft nor Kojima have made any official announcements about this. We've contacted Microsoft in an attempt to get more detail. Xbox boss Phil Spencer may have dropped clues about the reported Kojima deal 
as a Ludin statue from Death Strandings can be seen in his office in the background for public video calls. It's possible this is not connected in any way beyond fandom, however. Kojima is still in business with Sony as Death Stranding, the director's cut, is in the works for PlayStation 5. Yeah, so uh, in those, I think they said that in those conference calls every once in a while, uh, like there's some stuff in the back and they're always like, you didn't even notice there was an Xbox yeah. controller in well, the back. Because it started with, he had a Series S in the background right, for one of his calls, like months before it was announced. And then Todd Howard had the fertility idol from the beginning of Raiders in a call months before the Indiana Jones uh, reveal. Right. Uh, so, so it's something that they've done. Uh, yeah, I don't think that they put anything behind them uh, by accident. I think that everything yeah. back there has a reason. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if... Uh, yeah. If they, I, I, Well, Jeff Grubb uh, has a good track record. We, we like him and we think yes. that... I believe in him. Uh, so, but again, this, they even say in this article, it doesn't, it's not a binding contract. It just means they might be yeah. working on something. Like, we want to work with you. Okay. Uh, let's let lawyers figure things out and I'll say, I'll work with you. <laughs> yeah. So this is probably a really ways out before we even hear anything more yeah. about this. Um, it could also be something about, isn't, didn't Death Stranding, uh, well, it came to PC. Yes. Yeah. Well, Sony published death stranding so that's a sony game okay um so yeah i mean i it is weird for japanese companies to work with microsoft because uh xboxes don't sell in japan uh right apparently the series s is selling well in japan good because the series s is yeah. fucking awesome i love the series s also yeah. i was thinking about it today uh uh 1080p gaming series s is the cheapest current gen console if yes. you if you put it uh but so is the switch but uh they're neck and neck yeah. for 1080p gaming but the series yeah. s could also do 1440p mm-hmm. um so i think the series s is is is, is like criminally uh, overlooked i have it right here next to me um anyway uh so yeah don't don't i mean i'm excited for kojima to potentially work with microsoft but let's not get our hopes up because this again that yeah. isn't like a confirmation of anything it's not finalized um but that said i don't i wouldn't be surprised if he works because kojima productions is not owned by sony it's its own thing so they can go off and do whatever they want and i right. think working with microsoft would be a nice uh, change of pace for them true i agree uh anyway uh that's all the news yes i never pulled the tweet of the week you did not i i've been well today was a busy day (laughs) believe it or not oh oh why was there nintendo news uh you know what don't it's not important uh here's here we'll do this one here's one this is by uh the funny the funny underscore mp4 and it's a gif that says ten dollars plus three hundred uh, i'm sorry ten dollars <laughs> plus 350 shipping ew and it's like a gif of a dog swatting food away 14.99 free shipping give me a handshake oh yeah that's a great deal get it because I, I 
it, there's a lot of math. This is a very math heavy joke. Yeah. But I'm on board. I am always like I'd rather have free shipping than uh than pay for shipping, even if it's even more if expensive. it costs the same price. Yes. Yes. It's real. It's so true. I I currently have a hat sitting in my Amazon cart of if I got a different color version of the hat with the color I wanted, it would be you know, I have to pay for shipping, whereas the other version it's the same price, but it's free. It's free Prime shipping. But that's a, that's another thing. You're getting the Prime shipping. You're getting the the, yeah. the two day shipping. That's important. The the well, not just that. Like if it says Prime shipping, then there's there's at least a, a small guarantee of the fact that you're gonna get what you paid for. <laughs> you know, because yeah, it's, like, it's like official. Like, yeah, it's like I bought from a third party and they've they've taken my money true um i forgot to do the tweet of the week song so this is for everybody who is upset sorry about it sorry about it there you go now it's official uh anyway now we'll talk to you guys yes if you'd love to comment on last week's Wolf Den Podcast over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Wolf Den Podcast, and this is the part of the show where we will finally answer you. And of course, and gentlemen watching us at home, please start leaving your questions and comments so we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. Last week's Wolf Den Live, what did we talk about, Will? Do you remember? Are you there? Hello? Yeah, hi. What did we talk Hello? about last week? <laughs> Uh, I don't remember either. Anyway, Keyhole says, I'm kind of sad they're not releasing the train controller outside of Japan. That's what we talked about. At least let oh, Europe have it. We love trains. Choo-choo, Nintendo. <laughs> oh my God. That's true. <laughs> yeah, a lot of least, trains over there. They're releasing a, uh, a train controller in Japan for for yeah. uh, uh, Densha de Go. Uh, that's the game. Anyway, Henrique yes. Persecini says, I watched the Super Mario World widescreen VOD, and it was painful not being able to participate in the chat. I, I, here, I, I, here, here I was thinking you were a Mario guy. I didn't play much Super Mario World. The chat was trying to navigate me through Super Mario World, and uh, I got to be honest, you guys were doing a terrible job. I blame you for all of the problems that I had. I don't know. Super Mario World was like the first Mario game with multiple paths to each mm -hmm. level. And like, there are some paths that are better optimized than others, and there are some that'll get you to different levels and whatnot. Just play the game. Just play so, the game like you would a regular Mario game. You'll eventually get to the end. The clips video will be going up tomorrow uh, on the YouTube.com slash Wolfden Clips channel. Uh, it is a great mod. It's it's just a widescreen version of Mario World, but uh, yeah. it had to, it had to be you know a lot of changes had to be made to make that work. Um, so that'll be up tomorrow. I I might also be making a video this week on Mario uh, uh, hacks, like 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 that, like the widescreen mod. Yeah. Um, but that being said, uh, everything was all fine and dandy, and I wanted to try to beat the game in in that one stream, so that's why Chad was helping me like find the best path. 
I got to Bowser and uh, the guy who made the widescreen mod forgot to make the ground wider on the Bowser fight. So you could just fall off the edge where the four by three ends. Uh. So just a little flaw in that. <laughs> um, anyway, Nader Potator 24 says, uh, Star Fox Assault was a great game, damn it. What was gimmicky about it? The land portions? Sure, they weren't great, but I loved the shit out of that game. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember anything about Assault. Uh, yeah. All I remember about that game was like every review I read at the time said, yes, the R-Wing sections are great. They're fantastic. The on-foot missions dragged the whole game down. I remember one review in particular said, this is like hanging out with a friend who you haven't seen in a really long time and he brings his girlfriend with you. <laughs> damn like that's yeah i get that damn. i've been in that situation um where else am i D devin law deja fucking boo man when you guys started talking about in the heights i paused checked what episode i was on i thought i fell into a wormhole did we yeah i think i'm pretty sure we talked about yeah. it twice in That's, two different episodes this is now three weeks in a row that in in the heights has been brought up on this podcast uh we're not we're not doing that again Patrick we're not, we're not yet. Hayes says, uh, what are your thoughts on the new Pokemon Unite coming out next month, July? Question mark. Also, what are your thoughts of them putting it on iOS and Android later this year? I didn't Wait, know. Which one was Pokemon Unite? The MOBA. The free-to-play MOBA. Oh. I think right. it's great. Uh, it looks. I think it looks pretty cool. It might get me interested in the MOBA genre. Uh, I... Yeah. I kind of want to play it on iOS, though. I kind of don't want to play it on the Switch. It looks like a mobile-friendly game, and I I actually like mobile games. Uh, I I think it's for certain games is the most convenient form factor. If there's no like, and this looks like a game where I'm going to want a touchscreen, so uh, yeah. I I kind of would rather have it on mobile. I didn't know it was releasing at different times. Is that true? I don't know. I'm looking it up. Uh, uh yeah uh yeah nintendo switch july 2021 i guess i mean hopefully it'll have touchscreen integration on the switch um yeah. ios and android september that's crazy i didn't know that i think they had a beta already and i didn't play it but uh i'll try it when it comes out maybe if there's nothing else going on all right Mega Dragon with 100 bits. Hiya again, bros. Currently trying to get back into live streaming games after purchasing a new Blue Yeti mic last night. Do you bros have any advice on how to grow an audience for your channel on YouTube, on Twitch or YouTube? No. Um, it's very difficult to grow an audience on Twitch. It's very, very hard. Um, I, I guess you need to also... I mean, YouTube, it's easy for me to say that it's easier on youtube because that's where i did it but uh i can't imagine growing something from scratch on twitch and only being on twitch i feel like you gotta put stuff out there on youtube because it's easier to find people to watch it on youtube the, the discovery algorithm is better on youtube also tiktok tiktok's great tiktok's discovery algorithm is awesome 
especially for beginners with with no yeah followers or viewers at all i would say consistency yes um do it often uh i know i know we've talked before like pick a day to release uh your content on and do that every like if you pick wednesday do it every wednesday i would say in the beginning do it more often than one day a week because we're we're at a point where everybody thinks they can just be a streamer and if you want to stand out you have to really stand out do more well, so for, for specifically live streaming you have to stream a lot yes but yes. it's arguably more important to put content on other platforms to drive viewers to your stream mm -hmm. so um yeah you need you do need to do it a lot but i think consistency is more important than uh uh quantity if that makes sense because uh consistency forces you to put a lot out there kind of like like the only reason that we exist right now is because we did it uh, every week we each put something out yes. there every single week um so uh yeah to be consistent about it uh quality over quantity says just the vagabond unfortunately that is not the case in the youtube world yeah. <laughs> or, or in the content yeah. creation world you, you, sometimes you can put out crap as long as you put something out like on time <laughs> i i think that there is there is room for quality over quantity i think that there's plenty of youtubers that spend a lot of time oh, dropping yeah, no. one great video every once in a while but yeah, no there's certainly a, are it's an incredibly difficult way to to grow an audience. That, that is an elite tier yeah that is an elite tier that chances are you're not going to be a part of yes um man of steel with five bits i oh good luck mega dragon man of steel with five bits i forgot to do a manual ad placement on a one hour stream one time and youtube placed 13 ads with the algorithm that's crazy i mean nice. i let i let youtube place ads on the podcast and uh clips channels because i just can't be bothered and also those channels don't make any money so we're i actually we operate both of those channels at a loss so uh i'm taking what i can get <laughs> um anyway now we're in the chat chat mm -hmm. chat chat ash ja janine says uh bob you're my decided internet boyfriend no thank you no 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 keanu reeves ain't got shit on you uh no 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 he's got shit on everybody no 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 yeah also yeah keanu reeves got shit on everybody keanu reeves go go with keanu reeves <laughs> yeah always go with keanu reeves um uh vu man i was gonna say i i always tell people i'm their internet dad but if you start with telling me your boyfriend no, just no just nope yeah <laughs> uh, vu mando says bought switch first time two weeks ago want another dock can't find a new one anywhere if you buy a refurb then need an ac adapter is 30 dollars. that's 70 not really worth it would you consider the bb no 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 actually 
Maybe. Does Insignia uh, still make their dock? That's that's what they're referring because to. Because for the longest time, that yeah. So I think it's now called the Rocketfish because that's that's Insignia okay. and Rocketfish are Best Buy's brand. They're both owned by Best Buy, yeah. Um, that was the only third-party dock that uh, Nintendo linked to on their own official website. So uh, that's a big maybe if it's that much cheaper. But I would still recommend just get it, just sucking it up and getting a refurbished uh, uh, dock. Uh, Edward says, Will, Richard Donner, Superman, and Lethal Weapon director has died at age 91. What fond memories do you have for those movies? Uh, a lot. Uh, I was actually watching Superman the movie last night because I just wanted to watch it again because it is still the best Superman movie and you cannot fucking convince me otherwise. It's so good and it's so pure and it understands that Superman is more than just this guy with a lot of cool powers that can do a lot of cool things. He is an alien that is also more human than anybody else on the planet. Uh, he is kind, he is compassionate, and when Lois asks him, who are you? He says, a friend, because that's what Superman is. He is a friend. Also, the Lethal Weapon movies are fucking awesome. I recommend everybody see it. Hot take. Lethal Weapon 1 is more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard is. I will Damn. stand by that. Has one of my favorite moments in a Christmas movie ever when Gary Busey is in uh, Danny Glover's house trying to find him and the TV turns on and it's uh, Christmas Carol and Ebenezer Scrooge is like, what day is it? So Gary Busey shoots the TV and says, God damn it, it's Christmas! I keep shooting the TV. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Edward Bopar also says, Bob, what do you think about the Nintendo Life article about Miyamoto discusses Minions, producers, outside director? I have no idea what you're talking about. I think you met, you mentioned this last week. I have no idea what uh, Miyamoto discussion you're talking about. So I think this is referring to uh, somebody from Illumination Studios who create, who create the Minions franchise and the Spickle Me franchise who are also making the Super Mario Brothers movie Oh, is now on the board of directors at Nintendo. Oh, that's pretty cool. That that means that they're very serious about making a, a yes movie content. Yeah. Uh, it's um that means that like there there's gonna be a tighter collaboration. That means that there's gonna be less chance that we're gonna get a repeat of the '90s Mario movie. Right. So. Uh, what are you doing, Rue? Oh, it's his bone. He always, oh, always scared. Look what he did. Look what this asshole did. It's my nice Inti Creates bag. And he, he freaking uh, he ripped the, he ripped the thing. I gotta put it against my skin so you can see it. Look at that. What an asshole. Uh, Mecha Dragon. Dogs, man. Uh, 45 bits. I love how Will looks like he's in a 90s movie with that quality. Also, thanks for the good luck, Bob. No problem. Uh, Will looks like a Kaza rip of a 90s movie. Yes. Vu Mando, thank you for the Prime uh, subscription. Tyler PM, thank you for the 13 months. Howdy, howdy to you. Uh, you can re-sew it. Uh, I do have a... I do have a... But it's never going to be the same. It's not going to be the same uh, integrity because it's the, it's the handle part. You know? Uh, Something I found. I'm back 
I I looked up the Rocketfish dock for a Switch. Uh-huh. And it's referred to as the Rock it's it's fifty bucks. You get it open box and it's thirty-five. And it's called the Dock Kit. Oh. I wanna know, does that mean it's one of those situations where you have to current no. switch? No, no, no. Cause cause it's uh I think they're calling it the kit because it comes with a freaking adapter. That's a big okay, deal. Okay, yeah. Them. Yeah. And maybe I guess it, it probably comes, comes with an with, AC adapter. Yeah. Does it come with an HDMI cable? Because that would it says everything you need to charge and play on a TV. It should come with an HDMI adapter then. Uh, what's I mean, included? HDMI. AC adapter, quick start guide, uh, TV dock. No, it doesn't come with an HDMI cable. Well, then they're lying. That's a lie. Uh, well, to be fair, like HDMI cables are like five bucks, and you don't even Not need a Best Buy high speed one. You're gonna be spending True. a pretty penny at Best Buy. This is the don't insignia buy HDMI one, cables from Best Buy. This is the yeah. exact same thing as the insignia one. Uh, hey Bob, love your content. Thank you for always making me smile and giving me hope for a, a better da. Thank you, F uh, Foxster. I'm I'm happy to be here. Um, Cecil MC says, if you watch Street Fighter as a comedy, it's kind of awesome. LOL. Oh yeah, it's very very funny. And shockingly better than the more serious version that they made a few years ago. Sui Kagura says, Garage was the top seller in June. Have you played it on stream? Uh, yes. You can go to youtube.com slash Clips. There might be two videos of it? I don't remember. Is there just one? I, I did play it on stream. Uh, there, there's some very interesting... Uh, games on there uh it's pretty yeah. it's pretty freaking cool um i only have one video yeah one video on the wolf den clips channel um it's a great video though it's, it's, it's a fun time you should go watch that plenty of great content over on the wolf den clips channel uh but yeah there's a lot of good you can so there's a website called uh garage uh what is it Game Builder Garage Games. There's a website for it. That's really cool. My Garage? MyGarage.games. Here it is. Check it out. Uh, you go to New or Hot This Week. That's good. And you can just straight up find like awesome games that people are working on. And you can even go here. This is interesting. They have... Um, like nodes you can like download so like uh somebody had a good one that was uh just like the system for uh um uh a side scroller you know like you could just download and edit what they already have so oh that's you, basically cool. like assets like a game assets it's it's, it's yeah, pretty yeah. freaking cool um what's this one yeah i can't i can't find one of the assets but but yeah no this is a great website you should check this out if you're into game builder garage or if you all have right. the game at all check this website out because it's freaking sick um 
Bob, when will you do a regular stream? Thursday night? I might do one tomorrow. Uh, my whole schedule got all fucked this week, thanks to Nintendo. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll probably stream tomorrow and, and then again on Thursday. So, Speaking of which, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, the Wolf Den Podcast is every single Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on twitch.tv slash Wolf Den. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Wolf Den Podcast. So go check us out over there so you can watch us on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. That's the old version. We're also an audio podcast on anchor.fm slash YouTube podcast and your preferred podcast service of choice, which includes Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and all that crap. No matter where you get your Wolf Den podcast from, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with uh, placement on all of those respective platforms. You went back in time just now. I do, so, dude. Sometimes it's it just slips in. I fight really hard not to revert back to the old ways. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, all right, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Make sure you check out the video that I posted today if you haven't already on the main channel. Uh, also, uh, Wolf Den clips. There's plenty of great videos over there right now. Uh, we should go watch. How about Anthony Carboni? is playing uh uh he's playing majora's mask and he's dressed as jasmine <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand uh go 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 help me understand uh i'll see y'all later oh, thanks for being here go say hi at the very least or i'd be good be be a good little community and go say hi to princess jasmine over there um goodbye bye